Hi, welcome to Infectious, your guide to life during coronavirus. This week we're going to be talking about what's happened, why it's happened, and what you need to do. First, the WHO has changed their position on face masks. Now they're advising everyone to wear face masks in public when they can't practice social distancing. They'd previously advised that sick people and their caretakers wear medical masks, but now they're saying healthy people should also wear them. WHO Director General Dr. Tedros Anaham Jabrias announced the shift on Friday, citing new evidence that showed face masks worn by healthy people could be a barrier for potentially infectious droplets. This is really important, as it says that we should be wearing masks, and that the need for them in hospitals has declined. This is further supported by my next topic. Japan. When coronavirus came to Japan, they do what they usually do. They put on masks. It's more of a cultural thing. Besides that, however, they kind of did everything wrong, with poor social distancing, bars and restaurants all open, and a packed public transit. However, they didn't have a large outbreak or a large death toll like other countries, despite having the largest amount of elderly people percentage-wise. They continued to prove that high levels of mask wearing is successful in containing the virus. However, the scientific evidence on whether a mask protects the wearer from infection is mixed. But many experiments show that masks can be effective in blocking the emission of respiratory droplets that may contain the virus, even when some, someone has no symptoms of the illness. The examples from Japan and the recommendations from the WHO both show that we need to be wearing masks. Even if someone is healthy, them wearing a mask can protect others, and it can prevent them from getting COVID-19. Which, while may not kill a healthy person, it can still make them extremely sick and make them uncomfortable. Wearing a mask is what we have to do to protect ourselves and others from this virus. Next, even a coronavirus vaccine won't stop the pandemic. The first COVID-19 vaccine won't be effective enough to end the global pandemic, according to many vaccine experts. The first ones to emerge from the 10 candidates that are now being tested in people all over the world are likely to be similar to the seasonal flu shot. They need to be administered year after year and are sometimes only around 30% effective at blocking infection. That's not the only problem, however. In a May poll, less than half of Americans said they would take the COVID-19 vaccine, with 20% saying they will reject one altogether. This is really important. That means that when the vaccine comes around, it won't just be something that will save us all. We still need to, t- to continue staying socially distanced, and we still need to continue wearing masks. We also still need to continue washing our hands often. And if you are one of the people who won't get a vaccine, maybe you should consider it because the benefits that are shown outweigh the costs in many cases. And it will not only protect you, it'll protect others. Finally, we'll be talking about protests across the United States. Doctors and other health workers have been stopping work in recent days for 8 minutes and 46 seconds, the length of time that George Floyd, a black man, was pinned down by a white police officer's knee before he died. For doctors in the U.S. who have been working hard to fight coronavirus for months, especially those of color, the protests, like the coronavirus pandemic, are a reminder of the unequal health risks that black Americans face. Black Americans comprise 13% of the U.S. population but 24% of COVID-19 deaths. 
They also expressed worries that large gatherings would cause a second wave of coronavirus. And they're balancing their involvement with calls for, po- for protesters and police officers to adhere to public health guidelines. So if you are protesting, please remember to stay safe and remember to wear a mask. And before we go, I want to talk about the cases inside the United States. Case counts have largely plateaued, but the numbers are still pretty high. About 20,000 new cases are identified each day and about 1,000 new deaths. We all should continue to continue social distancing and wearing our masks and remembering to wash our hands. So, this week we've learned about how the WHO has changed their position on masks and how everyone should be wearing a mask, especially if they can't socially distance. Next, we learned about Japan and how, despite their poor social distancing, and restaurants and bars being opened, and packed public transit, they put on masks. And how they avoided the massive death toll that could have come with their country being the highest elderly population percentage-wise. And we also learned about how even a coronavirus vaccine won't stop this pandemic, and that many people won't take this vaccine, and it most likely won't be very effective, only about 30%. And how we need to continue social distancing, and to continue wearing a mask. And finally, we've learned about how, if you're protesting, that you should still be staying safe and still be following guidelines, including washing your hands, trying to social distance, and wearing a mask. And we've also learned about the cases in the United States, how they've plateaued but are still very high. Before we go, I want to let you know that next week we're going to be interviewing an infectious disease doctor, along with the normal content. So if you have any questions that you would like me to ask her, please make sure to put them in the Google form that is in the description of the podcast. Thank you so much for listening to Infectious, your guide to life during coronavirus, and thank you for learning what's happened, why it's happened, and what you should be doing.